Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story starts the day from the Morning Roadshow Department of Can You Hear Me Now? Seems like one of the things society can't do without these days is a good cell phone signal, and so constructing a new society would, of course, mean consideration has to be given to making sure there's coverage, even on the moon. NASA's plans to build a sustained human presence on the moon apparently includes cell phone coverage, as the agency has awarded a $14.1 million contract to Bell Labs to create and then build a cell phone tower network on the moon by 2028. How else will the astronauts post selfies to Instagram? That almost seems like a waste to me, Cliff. I, <laughs> Why would you say I that? I just, what do you need that for? Well, you have to talk back and forth. <laughs> you really think they're going to hang out at the moon very long? I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say at this point. Yes. <laughs> we, we have no I money. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, NASA seems to be the, uh, the, at the, when the, whenever the political winds blow different directions, they're at the end of that tip of the flight that goes whipped and whatever they're planning on doing gets kicked off kicked off go a different direction it happens all the time and that governor's debate tonight cliff does that not sound a lot like you and i it does sound exactly like (laughs) (laughs) you're in separate rooms yeah Mm -hmm. talking people are able to hear what you're saying yeah but nobody else is around there's no audience you yeah. have to wear face mask while you're talking. <laughs> yes. And you've got yours on, right? Well, no. I'm the only one here. <laughs> hold it. Hold it. I don't have to have this face mask on. Not if you're the only one in the building. I am. Well, then take it off. Well, why didn't you tell me this months ago? I didn't think it was necessary for me to tell you months ago. <laughs> I usually don't do this, Cliff, because it brings back such bad memories for me. But last night, What's that? I sat down at the house and I pulled out the yeah. old high school annual. Oh, okay. Yeah. Trying to remember people and their faces and names. And Mm -hmm. I was, uh, first of all, shocked the number of people that when I looked at their face, I couldn't remember what their name was. (laughs) I could not remember. (laughs) And I don't even know if they still do this in high school yearbooks or I don't know how that works anymore. But we always had, and I think most schools did, the most popular person, the cutest girl, the best looking couples and all of that. I believe believe we called them... uh, senior superlatives as if they were better than everyone else <laughs> exactly right we were telling it yes it's not that yeah. you didn't feel uh-huh. that way all through school yeah. anyway most of us anyway we didn't feel like we measured up and then they had to just boom yes yeah. you're exactly right cliff that's what they called it and i'm in our high school annual cliff on my graduating yeah. class oh you are i got in that uh, superlative i was voted most likely to have to sell these class ring for cash and I'm kind of proud of that myself. They already knew the failure I was going to be. He's going to have to sell this ring. That's kind of a that's kind of a roundabout way to saying least likely to succeed. Uh, well, I yes, yes. I also got that one too. So I, oh, I got oh, two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, that was that was a separate award. A separate award. Yeah. We this story from the weekend in Maryland is one of those let the story write the headline kind of deals. It was nearly 2 a.m. Friday when emergency responders were called to help out a Maryland state trooper who was involved in a crash. It seemed as though a Chevy pickup truck struck the trooper's patrol car first, and then it crashed to a stop in the wall of a small office building nearby. 
The driver of said vehicle, as you might expect, was later found by police to be under the influence, and that's why 22-year-old Dayton James Weber of Charlotte Hall, Maryland, now faces a list of charges that include negligent and reckless driving, DUI, and leaving the scene of an accident. Police say Weber was uninjured in the crash, although it was obvious he was already a victim of some type of significant injury. As it turns out, the man behind the wheel in the crash was a quadruple amputee. And thus brings the headline, what do you call a drunk guy driving with no arms and legs? Arrested. (laughs) Police supervisors say they didn't have to pull their weapons during the apprehension of the suspect because they knew he was unarmed. (laughs) There's a whole bunch more of those, but uh, I won't even go there. No, let's not go there. No, (laughs) no, no, no. I'm just impressed he could drive the vehicle. Agreed. That's yeah, pretty totally impressive. Agree. Well, Cliff, yeah. have you had time to look at our uh, Facebook page this morning, Weeding Cliff, in the morning? I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to the uh, question of the day. Yes. Something from your childhood that you're still salty about? To this very day, yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Do you have a story from your childhood that you're Except still a little salty like, about? I've got a couple, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know... Usually, most of the time when you or anybody, at least me, and, you know, I guess it varies for any, you, you look at, you think about things from your past life and you're like, boy, I should have done that differently. And it's hard to be salty against yourself, even though you may have screwed up. Um, but there are two things that stick out to me that were like, this had nothing to do with anything I did. It just happened. And I'm still upset about it, even though I'm 57 years old. All right, the let's first, hear it. The first, the first was I was probably I don't know nine, and or maybe ten, and that would have made my brother like six or seven. And that's when the big wheel was invented. It fit him perfectly. I was too big to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> I never got to ride the big wheel because I was too big for it. He spent literally thousands of hours. He wore out big wheels. Like, he had, like, three. He would ride it until it was worn out. And they had to throw it away and get a new one. I never got to ride the darn thing because I was too big. I'm salty about that. (laughs) The other one was, uh, one day, walking home from kindergarten, a girl named Tana Mabe punched me in the nose and gave me a bloody nose. Because? I don't remember why. I'm sure I had nothing to do with it. I was just there. I was just on the receiving end of the punch. But I remember walking all the way home with a bloody nose. Well, I've got one about a tree. (laughs) A tree? Yes. Cliff, here's my little saltiness. I've got a couple, too, but I'm just going to throw one out right now. When I was a kid, I was really, really small. You wouldn't know it by looking at me now, but I was extremely small. In in, In the seventh grade, I wore a size three tennis shoe. That's how small I was. Wow. Yes. And that's not, wow. I can still picture that black Converse All-Star tennis shoe on my feet running around in PE class. And my story is the mad neighborhood mom that chased me and my best friend Tim <laughs> up a tree in his backyard at his house. No. Yes. And it, was, it wasn't his mom. No, no. Oh, it was somebody else. It was the neighborhood mom that was mad at us for knocking her son off of the bike with a rock we threw and hit him in the head. Oh, no. Well, see, that was your fault. That was our fault. And we would have kind of taken responsibility for it. But, man, she got mad, and she ran after us. And we were quite impressed with her speed. (laughs) Because when you're a kid, you know, other 
friend's parents you think are yeah. ancient and old. She was quite quick. I will say that. <laughs> but we made it up the tree before she could grab us. And yeah. so there's nothing she could do. She wasn't coming up the tree after us. And so we were up there just kind of grinning around. And she did the only thing she could do, Cliff. She yelled up the tree yeah. at me. And I'll never forget it. She looked up the tree and said, yeah. you're nothing but a midget, midget boy. <laughs> midget. She called you midget boy. Yes, she did. <laughs> and stomped off. I'm still a little salty, Cliff. I was like 10 or 11 or something like that, and I'm still a little salty about it and a little hurt. Every time I drive past the house that she used to live in, it hurts me just a little bit to, to, to remember that. Well, Cliff, the story I had about being chased up a tree yeah. inspired this response from, uh, oh. well, this dude here. Okay. Phil McCracken here. Wait, I'm so sorry that you got all upset over the years of the lady calling you midget boy. But you did try to decapitate her son uh, with a boulder. Uh, she could have called you mashed potato hands. I'm a little bit salty about the mashed potato hands, too, to be honest with you, Cliff. <laughs> but that is well, true. I mean, <laughs> it answers the question I received by text message. What was, and what Did you was run that? home and tell your parents what this yeah. mean woman called you, midget boy? <laughs> midget boy. Yes. Now let's go back to what started all of this. Okay. I threw a rock. Actually, I launched it out of the tube of a bounty towel roll, you know, that little cardboard yeah. tube. Yeah. He was riding by on a brand new bike, and we thought, what the heck? And me and Tim, we loaded up. And the one I slung out of my tube, yes, I said it, slung it out of my tube, it hit him right in the head and knocked him off the bike cliff. Oh. Thus, oh. I saw the sissy bar sparks come flying off the off the pavement. <laughs> the chain fell off of his bike, and he had to push it home. <laughs> so, I mean, now that we understand how the rock was launched, it's like a one in a million shot. Exactly. Basically. You weren't like, I mean, okay, you were throwing it at him. But the likelihood that you were actually going to hit him, given the ten little old ten year old little sprout arms that you had at the time, probably wasn't all that great. That's right. And <laughs> even so, though now, Cliff, I can admit it, back then I was, you yeah. know, swearing up and down I wasn't trying to hit him. I was trying to hit him. <laughs> yeah, but the likelihood that you were going to was slim. I think so too. I should have got a few bonus you know, little pats on the back that's, at least for right. you got bonus points for actually Slinging it. Slinging yeah. it, yes. Man, was she mad. He wasn't real happy about it either. <laughs> I'm sure. And he's older than me and Tim, so that yeah. put a little feather in our cap around the neighborhood. That <laughs> Two tough guys. We're, well, except when, you know, his mom yeah. come running after us, our toughness kind of ran away yeah. too. Well, maybe they're not that tough. <laughs> they're not that tough, no. We now have some great news from the world of medical science, which, by the way, does not come from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Researchers in the U.K. have discovered a new way they think people who could at some point suffer from dementia can slow the onset of memory difficulties. And the professor at the Dementia Research Institute at the University of Cambridge says the treatment also has the potential to repair some of the damage inflicted once dementia sets in. Now, it's still at an early stage, but it centers on the ability to hibernate that humans retain, something prompted by exposure to cold. In other words, you might have to treat dementia by swimming frequently in ice-cold water. But side effects could include having something shrink up so bad you couldn't use it, even if you remember how. <laughs> I can't swim. 
Oh, no, you're in trouble. <laughs> yes. Well, yesterday, if you were with us, you heard us talk about uh, a caller who um, near the end of the program called in, and we yep. were having trouble with our phone lines, and we couldn't get them on the air. Yes, and they, they were kind of complaining that, uh, well, we, we heard a lot of other people getting on the air, but he was unable to get on the air. Yes, and Cliff gave him the number to call, mm. the anytime line number. Yes. So that uh, he could call anytime. We don't have any troubles with that line. And so he did today, Cliff. We did. Huh? And we have trouble with the anytime line now. <laughs> no, no. Yes. The anytime line has let us down. Much, oh. much, much like the voting for our candy contest has let us down. <laughs> Cliff, when I play this back, I think you yeah. and our other wonderful 11 listeners will know exactly what's happened. Here we go. Okay. This is for Petersburg again. You said if I call this line, it will work. So I just want to tell you, I'm about tired of listening to Phil McCracken and his idiot stuff he says. I'm calling you today to get myself on the air so I can become radio famous at Country 98.1. Okay. Did you hear the snafu there, Cliff? Uh, I'm not sure. When he tried to say his name, the anytime line cut his name off, oh. so we don't oh, know who oh, it is. Okay. We know oh, he's from Petersburg, okay. but yeah. we don't know what his name we don't know is. Who he is. Although he did call out Phil McCracken. He did call out Phil, and he also and he, said he was wanting to be radio famous, and that's the other snafu here. <laughs> yeah, you can't get that here. There is no famousy stuff going on here <laughs> on Country 98. Even. Even Weed and Cliff are not famous. Not by the long <laughs> shot. So our anytime line, Cliff, has yeah. let us down for the first time ever well, and cut his name I mean, out. It just it might have been it might have been a cell phone issue. I don't. I mean, I don't know what it was, but clearly his his signal dropped out right when he said his name. Yes. So that while he might be radio famous for calling out Phil McCracken and the idiot stuff he says, we don't know who it is. <laughs> That's famous. <laughs> well, Cliff, just a few minutes ago, we were um, talking about the problems we had with the any timeline. It cut out one of our <laughs> listeners' names as right I as just, he gave it. It was like the worst possible time. Yes. When he said his name, the the signal dropped out. And this is really embarrassing. Uh-oh, what happened? And quite hard to imagine. Yeah. Well, <sighs> take a listen to this, Cliff. Okay, okay, sure. Weed, Cliff, you're not going to believe this. I just happened to turn on Country 98.1. I turned up the radio, and as soon as I did, you guys were talking about me. This is from Petersburg. I'm the man who called out Phil McCracken, and I'm calling you out again, Phil. You're going to call in, call into the radio station. Please don't say something stupid. <laughs> Can you believe that? No. Two times in we, a row. We lost his <laughs> I'm just thinking, if it's happened twice to him, maybe it's just his, I don't know, destiny that he remained anonymous and we never know who it is. You know, that's a good point. And now I'm a little worried what's going to happen from the other side of the coin there. Uh, well, as soon as he said it, I was like, uh-oh, Phil McCracken's going to, I don't know, pull something out of his kilt we don't want to know about. Yeah, I don't want to know. I think we've got a situation brewing here, Cliff. Uh-oh. I, I think we do. Yeah. Um, we had the listener on from Petersburg. We, for some reason, can't get his name to, to be played <laughs> on our recordings. <laughs> Calling out Phil, and, well, 
Here's Phil's response, Cliff. Uh, oh, no. Okay, go ahead. Happy morning, the infamous Phil McCracken. Uh, how about <laughs> I got a little something for you there, Mr. Uh, no Name, over there in Petersburg. Uh, sit back and enjoy the show, lad. Don't try to be what's already been done. Uh, I'm spreading love. Uh, go get with Nick from Montreal. Hey, you guys sit around and complain together. Uh, have a wonderful day. <laughs> Now, look, I'm sure that he has a name in Petersburg, so let's not say yeah. he's a no-name. He's no got name. a name. <laughs> and let's not drag Nick in here. He hasn't said anything this morning. No, For days so far, he hasn't. Yeah, so far, uh, he has not been involved in this conversation whatsoever. Yeah, so let's tone it down a little bit. I'm sure the man in Petersburg has a name. <laughs> We just don't know what it is. We yet. don't know what it is, but we're, we'll work on it. We've got we've got the call out to Petersburg to see who this man is. I think we could calm down, and there's nothing more <laughs> soothing, Cliff, than a good country sound, and You're you right. well know that. Yes. So yes. I think we need to bring in to the musical stage right now a little Sam Hunt to keep us all calm <laughs> down. Oh just yeah, a little bit. that'll calm everybody. Down. I think so, Cliff. <laughs> hey, is this that song we're supposed to say? Kill it. I'd say kill it. No, no, that's our soothing sound to keep that's everybody a, mellow. <laughs> that's not the kill. That's it not song. the kill it song at all. That's the mellow song. Hey, Wing Cliff, it's Austin. If you guys don't want to call that guy no name or whatever, just call him Bob. Bob until you get his real name. I mean, Bob's a good name. Bob. Bob. <laughs> no. Um, I don't believe we can do that. <laughs> been trying to get Bob on here for a long time, Cliff. That's right. Yeah, the boss has really been trying to get someone named Bob on the radio here on this morning show for, I don't know, a couple of decades. And settled on us because someone else has Bob on the radio already. <laughs> so we can't use Bob. No, we're not doing that at all. No. No. Well, Cliff, during the news. Yep. Mm. We got this voice message. Uh-oh. Okay. Good morning, Wheaton Cliff. You know who this is, seeing as how I heard my name called out by Mr. McCracken. I use that term loosely. The only comments on the Wheaton Cliff any timeline that I've heard that really need any attention paid to is mostly come from Pike County this morning. That's all <laughs> I got to say. Wow. He does have a point. Well... <laughs> do we need Although, another? Do we need another calm down song by Sam Hunt to get us through I, this I, little <laughs> rocky patch we've got going, Cliff? Maybe we do. I mean, people are generally uh, riled up this morning they, about what other listeners are saying. I understand. <laughs> well, this medium we call radio—you never yeah. know where it's going to go, Cliff. Because that's true. We had a little glitch with our phone service. We had a little glitch with the anytime <laughs> line. And it's taken on a complete life of its own. Have it's you not, life of its own. It's it's a crazy. We got uh, this uh, call about five oh, minutes oh, okay. ago, Cliff. Go ahead. I got an idea. Maybe maybe if that guy that called in from Petersburg, Mr. Donate, maybe if he's dressed up with a, a skirt like Mr. Phil McCracken did for a for radio time. Okay. <laughs> he's got a name. <laughs> Let's get that straight again, Cliff. The man from yeah. Petersburg has a name. <laughs> We, we just don't know what it is. We yet. just don't know what it is yet. <laughs> and who knows? He might wear his own skirt. Well, who knows? I don't know. Don't I'm not know judging. This. I'm not judging. No. We know he's from Petersburg. I'm sure there's yeah. some skirts worn in Petersburg. <laughs> You're probably right. There's probably a couple of dudes even that would wear those. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going to say any names. I'm just saying. 
Leave it to a woman, Cliff, to bring a little bit of sanity back to this program uh -oh. this morning. Sanity? Yes. <laughs> From a woman? Yes. Here we go. Okay. Hey, Reed and Cliff. I'm getting ready to head off to school, so you think you can play me a song that would uh, help me out today? This is Rachel. See, Cliff? Nice, yeah. sweet, just want a song request. We're not talking yeah. smack about people. We're not cutting <laughs> people down. We just want to hear a song to get them ready to go to school. It's almost time for the thing that calms everyone down. Yes, sir, I'm talking about the one, the only, take it to the bank. Thank oh you, Ralph. My. Thank you of very all, much, Ralph. You know, of all the people who have texted in, you know, I, and, and called in with various words of, uh, well, <laughs> there was bickering going on. No one involved Ralph today. I know. It's and nice. And so here he is inserting himself into the suck-up mode. That's okay. I just want to say thank you again, Ralph, for saying that. Yeah. You're a mm -hmm. scholar and a saint, no matter what the other listeners are texting into us this morning about you. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Now, I hated those Police Academy movies, Cliff. Did you like those? Uh, the first one was like, okay, that was funny the first time, you know. But after about 30 minutes of that guy doing the uh, sound effects with his mouth, it was like, okay, I've seen that. That's not funny anymore. Move on and do something else. And then they made, like, sequels. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yes. No. I felt the same way. And I had never heard of Steve Gutenberg until yeah. that started. And he was the star of the first few. Yeah. And I didn't realize until today, Cliff, when I did a little mm -hmm. research, mm -hmm. he beat out, in those silly movies, a huge competition to be the star of Police Academy. <laughs> no okay. one had heard of him. The other actors who auditioned for that part that he got include Bruce Willis, Michael Keaton, Judge Reinhold, and Tom Hanks. All of those were said, nope, you're not good enough for this part. Is that not mind-blowing? Oh, could you imagine the career Tom Hanks could have had if he had been selected to be the star of the Police Academy movie series? Yes, we would all be sitting here today going, Tom who? who? Tom who? Yes. Yeah, exactly right. But all of that you can take yeah. straight to the bank. And evidently, Cliff, one of our listeners has been paying particular attention to the weather forecast for today. Really? Okay. And unfortunately, we thought we had things back on the rail. I think it's. Oh, no. I think it's went Came, off again. Slipped right off again, didn't it? I think it did. Hey, Ralph, you might want to get out your waterproof high heels tonight because the rain's supposed to pick back up. Okay. <laughs> Ralph was kind enough to mention the take it to the bank, and now we're yep. talking about his rainproof high heels. <laughs> I don't know what's going on this morning, Cliff. I don't know it's, if it's the it's, weather it's, or what. Maybe it's, you know, everyone's kind of, uh, they felt like they're at home now, here, suddenly, for some reason. And so they're lashing out at, you know, all their family members. <laughs> it's like a Thanksgiving morning here That's on the right, Morning exactly. Road Show. Bill McCracken here. I think it is a radio controversy that's been good for the show. I think we may be up to uh, about 13 listeners now, lads. Uh, congratulations. I think that was a shot at us, Cliff, right there. I think it was. I think it was. No one he is tried, immune. It, it, it was thinly veiled as a compliment about, you know, our growing listenership, and then he, like, stabbed us. Well, Cliff, anything said on this program? Phrases of the day start with number three. 
we found out, Weed, my friend, you were most likely to have to sell his class ring for cash <laughs> in true. high school. That's right. Number two, his mom chased me up a tree, which proves your childhood wasn't all that good either. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's been downhill since birth, I'll have to That's admit. Right. Yes. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, if you're going to call into the radio station, don't say something stupid. <laughs> Now, leave that to us. That's right. Leave that to us. Yes. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.